this week, three sides of the coin. It's the Metal Hall of Fame. Bruce Kulick, Eric Carr, Bill Coin, Doc McGee are all being inducted. And it's an old school episode of Three Sides. We're all here. We're all here. <laughs> and Tommy reads well, the comments. Although the, the I too. The the really hot chick isn't here though. Today, no. But. This is Three Sides of the Coin. Talking all things kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of uh, this week. We're three sides of the coin. And all three of us are here throughout the entire episode. Nobody's coming and going as they want to. You know, it's almost like old school three sides here. Um, so before we get into uh, this week's guest, there's, uh, there's things are starting to happen here in, in KISS world. We are recording this on... Uh, August 17th. So tomorrow, knock on wood, the first date of the U.S. tour is supposed to happen. Cross our fingers that it does and that it keeps going. Um, so I'm sure next week we'll, uh, we'll have some discussions of anything that, I mean, frankly, I don't expect anything to be different. I don't think the set list is going to be different. The stage isn't going to be different. It's going to be the same show, in my opinion, but we'll discuss it next week. Um, they just announced, we mentioned it last week, but it hadn't been confirmed officially, but now it's officially confirmed. KISS Las Vegas residency, end of the year at, uh, what's the name of the, the venue at the Planet Hollywood? can't remember what the name of it is. Yeah, I can't either. But it's the All Planet Hollywood planet hollywood casino they're going to be doing what 12 shows i think is what i remember Boy, they, they're doing uh, a, there's two sections december, december january and then early february something like that so yeah the you know there's yeah. going to be a residency which um you know is it going to be the exact same show as the end of the road tour probably not because they probably need to adjust it a little bit but we'll see We'll see, but that's exciting that they're going to do a residency. And frankly, I bet there'll be a lot more residencies coming down the road for these guys, especially now yeah. that three of the four actually live in Vegas. Mm -hmm. Right. Makes sense to me. I mean, how, how great is that? You can just do, you know, a month of shows in Vegas and each night just drive home sleep and sleep in your, your own, own bed. bed. I think that's pretty Look, cool. I, I certainly... It's funny. I remember talking to Paul Stanley on the Kiss Cruise Ding. In, in 19. No, because I, I remember him being very adamant about, you know, Kiss is still, you know, just because they stopped touring doesn't mean they're not going to, you know, play shows. And I don't know if this was in the back of his head at the time. It may have been. I don't know. But, you know, this is a way to still see Kiss and you know, you got to go to right. I'm happy to right, and I'm happy yeah. to go to. to Listen, I mean, fun. I don't think there's a Michael band. And I had a great time. I don't think there's a band out there that wouldn't rather do a residency than an actual tour. Oh, for are you this the wear and tear on? Everything. It's so much easier on the band and the crew and everything to just set up your stage and you leave it there for six weeks. 
and you walk in, you do a show and you walk out. And, you know, if you if you're if you don't live in Vegas, the casinos probably put you up in a suite. So you just walk out, get in the elevator and you go up to your suite and you're done for the night. I mean, much Paul goes over to the Bellagio, much less wear and tear on these musicians, especially the older musicians of Aerosmith and kiss and journey i mean they're all doing residencies right now i i'd like to think that when we go i'm gonna try and hit at least two nights in a row you know just go out there for a long at weekend least. and see at least two shows you know so yeah yeah i'm pretty excited. excited um so another little kiss tidbit that's come up over the last week and we had talked about this I don't know, a month or so ago, where it seemed like David Lee Roth was going to be opening the KISS tour because David Lee Roth made some posts basically saying he was going out on the road with KISS. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gene did an interview and, you know, leave it to our lovable, cuddable, cuddle, cuddle, cuddly little Gene. Um, stirred the pot better than I can stir the pot on this one. He basically said David Lee Roth is past his prime in so many words and that they're not bringing him out on the road because, because of that. Oh, needless to say this, my ire when I read this was uh, in record territory. I was so pissed off at Gene for saying that. You know, I, I before we got on to start a recording, I was talking to Michael about this. I, I don't give a flying F about any entertainer's views on anything, you know, social or religious or political. I don't give a fuck. You know, I want to put my fucking money in, in the and in, in dance for me. That's that's all I fucking care about. I just want to be entertained by the singers and actors and everything else. With that said, I do not want to see somebody like Gene Simmons badmouth somebody like David Lee Roth. Hey, I don't know if you noticed you peek behind the curtain, Gene, but when Roth was on, the crowd were happy. Yeah, so he was. That. I thought he was great. I loved I know, him. Well, loved him on, more so than the fucking painter. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I, look, I, look, I love Gene. I love Kiss. All that stuff, but damn it that that upset me as a fan i'm like don't do that i i just thought it was uncalled for you know uh, and, it, and, de- def- definitely uncalled for and mark like like we had mentioned before we hit the record button i i chalk that up to and gene is notorious for this we can all count many times where he does this it's a cheap easy pr tactic go out attack somebody and you're going to get all sorts of press it's working because every newspaper, every media outlet, every Facebook group, somebody's talking about, did you see what Gene Simmons said about that? And David we're Lee talking Roth? about it. And we're talking about it now. You know, so he's, and, and in that article, then they end up saying, and Kiss is going, resuming the end of the road tour. That's all he wants you to do is buy a ticket to the end of the road tour. But yeah, like but I, said, I tell you what, it's a if cheap you're spending tactic. money, wouldn't, wouldn't you rather see David Lee Roth do a night of Van Halen oh. hits? Every second, I would much rather. I said yes. it when I when I reviewed the, sh- the the show I saw in Oakland. That was as great a lineup as I could have wished for as a hard rock fan. It was basically Van Halen and Kiss touring together, yeah. and 
I will sit here and say, yes, David Lee Roth doesn't jump and kick and even sound like David Lee Roth from 40 years ago. But I don't expect that. He was still entertaining as hell. Yes. David Lee Roth, without question, is probably the greatest front man in rock and roll. He's taken everything from everybody, and he's a showman. He is a showman. He may not be the best lead singer, and he may not be the best at certain things, but as a showman, as the ringmaster of a rock band, nobody did it better than David Lee Roth. And he was still still electrifying when we saw him. He had that crowd eating out of his hand. And we were, I know Tommy and I, we saw at least, what, half a dozen shows in early 2020. They were fucking awesome. David Lee Roth was great. Am I saying he sang? He was perfect. No, he didn't. I didn't care. And like I said, I remember when we talked about this, uh, you know, a year or two ago. I, I, you know, I saw Van Halen in the 80s multiple times, many, many times. And I tell you what, the next day at school, nobody went, oh, my God, you know, Dave didn't sing all that great. That fuck. No, it was like Van Halen was the ultimate party band. And David Lee Roth was the ultimate party ringmaster. And that's all we talked about at school is how fucking cool Van Halen was, how entertaining David Lee Roth was from the jumping around to the, hey, buddy, I'm going to fuck your sister stuff. You know what I mean? Or your girlfriend or he had quips. He was funny. The, oh, I forgot the fucking words. Yeah. Well, until you see the bootlegs later, he did it at the same time every night. Yep. And guess what? It, 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 it got works. the same huge applause every night. Yep. That guy was the ultimate showman. And to have Gene Simmons badmouth him that way, it, it, that, that did, it, I didn't it, like it, that. It, again, it was cheap. It was a cheap tactic to get PR. I get it. It's working. Um, and, you know, and maybe Dave knew this was going to happen and, and everybody's fine. But still, I don't, I don't need to hear Gene Simmons bad rapping somebody as great as David Lee Roth, basically saying he's not in his prime anymore. He's not as good as he used to be. You know, Listen, Gene, your band isn't in its prime anymore either. That's why it's the end of the road tour. You know, let's let's not be a hypocrite here. Um, it it just wasn't called for. I mean, you could have just come out and said, "Hey, things change." David Lee Roth has other commitments. The painter's coming back. Boom! But that wouldn't have gotten all the attention. And again, I get it. Look, this isn't. Like I said, I'm totally stoked for Kiss, but just reading that, I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to read that in the in in the 70s either. Like all oh, this band that, I, you know, let's face it, a lot of Van Halen fans are Kiss fans. A lot of Kiss fans are Van Halen fans. I mean, you know, you know, I I get when, you know, they'd be smart. Maybe what's that? No, go on. It was just my daughter. No, my daughter oh. said something. She didn't realize I was taking. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, I, like I said, it, it just I I just don't like seeing my my bands bicker like that. That's all. So yeah, it yeah, just I agree. You know, sadly, as Kiss fans, we're used to Gene doing this. I mean, we mm-hmm. can count how many times he said. I still go back to the comments he made after Prince died, and it was just like you know, just keep your mouth shut sometimes doesn't need to be said 
Um, all right. So, Tommy, by the way, I almost forgot, but odds are I don't need to remember. Any comments? Yeah. Uh, but before I read it, I want to say one other thing that I don't want to forget to mention is, is Mr. Thayer was inducted into the Oregon Music Hall of Fame. Oh, I saw that. So That's congratulations. right. Congratulations. Yeah, so congratulations Tommy. to Tommy. Congratulations. I know that he is um, all in in Oregon, which is where he's from. And that place means a lot to him. So I'm sure that was a very special honor. So congratulations to Tommy. Uh, from a feedback or a, a comment perspective, I have one ca catastrophic GG. I like this one a lot. It says, love the episode. Such a cool mix of musician and music business aspect. Brilliant as usually like all the shows. From public perception, though, Solums, the characters became iconic because the mass consumption of the merchandise. Remember, the merch company sold over $180 million worth of Kiss merch back then. Hate breed, powerful stuff. I like some of the early albums. Uh, Metalcore Giants. So there you go. I wonder and if that GG is related to any sunshine that's out there. <laughs> I, I, doubt I don't think so. No, uh-uh. No, I think he, I don't think he takes his clothes off for a job. So. Oh, oh, oh. Um, I was, there was another comment here. I was going to read if I can find it. Um, oh, here. I love this one. There's a reason so many hate this channel and his name is Michael Brandvold. End of discussion. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. I love it. And then I said, thanks for visiting my channel and watching the show. Fuck the haters. I won. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. I, hey, have we mentioned Alan's new book? We oh, should. no, we have not. We should talk about that. So, so just real quick, Alan, who's been on here two or three times, um, is putting together a new book. Um, it's basically like 10 years of Kiss Tour books all in one book. I'll reimagine. Reimagine. It's not going to be tour book reprinted exactly Correct. as a tour book. Basically, what you know, it's a lot of live photos, era by era by era. Sounds familiar mm -hmm. to another magical promise Entity. that was made that never seen the light of yeah, day. Yeah, but, but there's and, a difference. Alan's printed his. Well, Alan is Alan is being fully transparent here. I mean, in full transparency, I've already pre-ordered the book. Didn't give it, it to already, me free. I gave I've him my already. money. Um, why? Because Alan has a history of, first of all, doing books, getting books done, and delivering the books. And, and in this case, he's been very transparent about, here's, I just got approvals of the licensing, KISS approved the book, um, I've got all the film in hand, it's all laid out. You know, he's being very transparent the, about all Here's this. how much I have done. <laughs> yep. I mean, all throughout. I mean, just, just, he was doing everything a 180 to what the other guy was doing. And, and the book, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm just going off of memory, is supposed to be done in the next month or so, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. I was, uh, I was, uh, for, I, I actually, a, a good friend of mine. Matter of fact, I talked to Alan, uh, uh, one of my very best friends in the whole world took some, uh, kiss photos, uh, at Olympia on the alive two tour. And he also took photos on the creatures of the night tour at Cobo hall. And, uh, he's had them and my friends, that's his passion is photography. And he's got shit. He's got Van Halen pictures from the eighties and, you know, just all kinds of crazy stuff. And I'm like, Hey, my friend <laughs> is doing this book. And he's like, Oh, you know, I think that'd be great. So I got Alan and in, in touch with him and a bunch of his photos are going to be in the book. And I, I talked to Alan, I said, you know, cause we're going to have him on when he, when he, you know, um, goes to sell the book and i said you know, I should probably have my buddy on too and he's like yeah that'd be a great idea so um i think so too probably, yeah so i'm gonna have my buddy and and because he's got some great stories of getting his camera in and just how different it was back in the you know in 1978 when he was 16 you know bringing a mm-hmm. professional camera in you know and uh he got some I'm, I'm, let me tell you because i've seen all these photos they're amazing amazing quality well and 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 alan's book is going to be filled with photos that have never been seen or published before from people like my friend and what an interesting from concept. the photo archives at at shinko isn't that the name shinko in japan yep. the people who were behind the music life uh magazines of the 70s He's mm-hmm. got access to their photo archives, and a lot of the photos are coming from there. So, I mean, you know, we've always said on this show, we, we, we tell you what we think. We tell you what we feel. We're honest about our opinions. Um, you know, that's why we pulled the plug on the magic book from the very beginning, because we didn't think it was legit. Turned out to be true. We're telling you, Alan's legit. We've supported him in a couple other books. And again, he's not giving us free books. This is us saying this no. as, as customers. He's delivered great books. He's delivering another book now. Um, we put our money out there. And you can go search for Kiss in Japan on Facebook, on the internet, and you can pre-order this now. And you can feel confident that pre-ordering it you're going to get it a hundred percent. You're mm-hmm. going to get it. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're, although jokingly I've told Alan, I have put him under the five-year countdown clock now. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't it be six years? Well, yeah, technically you it would be six, the same six, amount six, of six time. years at this point, but you know, once you're five, six years, what's a, what's a year difference make it's, you a know, mag, mag, magic's never happening. Yeah. So anyway, yes, go, go support Alan. You know, the more, you know, supporting Alan is like supporting Ace when Ace releases an album. If you want more of that stuff done, you've got to go support them. You want more books done by these authors who are doing great work? Go support them. Because if they don't sell books, they're not going to do another book. Well, and, and Alan's is going to sell out because every single thing he does sells out. Yeah. Yeah. For a reason. It's so well. Because that's awesome. It's great quality. You know, his, that, that first kiss in Japan book. Phenomenal. Hey, speaking of books and guys, I mean, I know Tom Shannon's got some things. Watch out for the rockologist 
um, stuff coming out. Um, I know he's got yep. some uh, cool kiss related stuff coming out. Tom's another guy. You can bet your freaking bottom dollar on you send him money. You're going to get an incredible product. You're exactly get the product you, yeah. and the product is going to be great quality. Yeah. So guys, like I said, you know, just without beating the dead horse, you, anybody that we've talked about or we've sent our own money to, which is why, you know, five, six years ago when that happened, you know, with the magic, we're like, yeah, you know, if I, if I don't feel confident sending you my, sending in my money, I sure as hell ain't going to tell you to send yours in. And, 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 and that's and, what the whole thing's about. And, you know, listen, all as, this was about as much as we didn't like the original kiss cruise book, we did support it. We did yep. buy it. It we did told get you to buy it. It did get finished and it got delivered as promised. So, you know, we just may not like what's written in a book. That's completely different. But you can have confidence that Alan's going to. Well, put it this way. You know, the original Kiss Crew book was a great example because we supported it with our own money. And we told you, if you order it, you're going to get it. Yep. That was the difference between that and Magic. Magic, we're like, this guy, I mean, at the time, again, this could still come out. And I hope it does. I don't want to see anybody lose their money. But at the time, we knew it wasn't coming out. Just business one-on-one stuff he was telling us. So that's why we scrapped all that. Yep. And, you know, again, without beating the dead horse, we just whipped it another 10 times. But, you know, some people, you got to remember, also, too, this is almost like with Kiss. Not everybody knows the backstory. Because if you're a casual fan, and sometimes you go on, on certain Kiss boards or something, and they're like, why is three sides being talked about with that book? I'm like, well, that's why, because I've had people comment to me like, why are you, why are you, why are they saying, you know, fuck you guys about the book? I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Explain yeah, it. Here's again. the backstory. <laughs> yeah. So that's why. So like the 90% of you that already know the backstory, sorry for the last five minutes. I know you can't get it back, but Hey, what the hell? It's not like you're nope. paying for it. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into this week's guest. We uh, we're joined by the founder, the champion, the 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 guy who's behind the Metal Hall of Fame, Pat. And we are doing this because this is the fifth year of the Metal Hall of Fame, and Pat is inducting. Bruce Kulick, Eric Carr, Bill Coin, and Doc McGee, among a number of other great musicians and bands. But from the KISS world, he's inducting four people that, frankly, we know there's no way in hell the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will ever touch them. So we sit down, chat with Pat about the upcoming show, who's doing the inductions, when is it happening? How do you watch it? Who else is being inducted? Um, it's, you know, hats off to Pat. He's, he's fighting a battle here that I think every metal fan, hard rock fan should get behind. He's I given do. us, you know, he's given us the voice that we want when we yell at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Screw them. Pat's inducting them into the Metal Hall of Fame. So let it roll. We'll see you at the end. 
Want to get your official three sides of the coin logo and shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Hey, Three Sides listeners and viewers out there, we're really honored today to be joined by uh, a distinguished gentleman who founded and runs the Metal Hall of Fame. Pat, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mike. Great to be here. So, so before we get into all of our talking here, let me just make sure everybody understands metalhalloffame.org. Dot org. That's the website for the Hall of Fame. That's where you're going to get all the information and everything you want here. Um, but we're talking about you just announced last week, Pat, the Metal Hall of Fame's fifth anniversary bash slash induction ceremony, which um, in the past, they've been live. You know, you've done real in-person events where all the inductees, um, you know, the honorees are going to be there live in person with a live audience. But obviously, with COVID, that's thrown this whole thing out the window. And you're doing kind of a, it seems like what a, a, a mainly a virtual bash, but there will be some, a few people live introducing what's going on is that correct yeah mike and before i even start that i just want to say thanks for being a big part of that over the years as well i i, I greatly appreciate all your help and support with that and and you've actually been there and you know the fun that we've had and the craziness that goes on and yeah unfortunately this year you know it has to be video but we're looking for towards the 2022 though for sure to be live so so the the big event for this year is September 12th, 2021. Um, it's going to be at the Middletown Arts Center in Middletown, New Jersey. And anybody who's been following the Metal Hall of Fame in the past, mm -hmm. it's all you've always done it in January around the NAMM show out in LA. Um, but again, because there is no live events, there's no live NAMM, you know, th this past January, obviously nothing was going to be happening. So you've moved it out. You're, you're an East Coaster, so you've moved it out closer to you. Um, and so the live event is going to be hosted by one of our, what is he, three-time, four-time guest on our show, Eddie Trunk, is hosting the mm -hmm. live event. And Keith Roth. And Keith Roth, who also was very recently on the show. And you're going to have book signings and meet and greets in person with J.J. French from Twisted Sister and uh, Mark Weiss, legendary photographer. Uh, yeah, who, J.J. Who, is going to do a, a, like a meet and greet as opposed to a book signing. Mark will have his book there as well for uh, the decade that rocked. So I, I think what really is going to interest the KISS fans here is the fact that it took some work here. We've been working on this for over a year since since the last one ended. I mean, I remember we were sitting in the in the restaurant right after the the last induction ceremony ended, ended and we were talking about brainstorming who to get. We've got four major people from history 
that are going to be inducted. We'll cover everybody else, but this is what the KISS fans are going to care about. We got Bruce Kulick, who's going to be inducted by Eric Singer. We have Eric Carr, who's being inducted by Charlie Benante, Anthrax. We've got Bill Coin being inducted by Keith Roth. And Doc McGee, who's being inducted, and talk about a coup here, being inducted by Paul Stanley. Yeah. yeah. So, How great is that lineup? Yeah, I mean, you know, and, you know, maybe a little little backstory we can chat about i mean we we were sitting here going you know we gotta we want it we want to induct kiss but you know no disrespect the original four are in the rock and roll hall of fame and the rock and roll hall of fame as we all know not just a kiss but basically anybody in the metal world just completely shits on everybody i mean you know the fact that the rock and roll hall of fame turned up their nose to to bruce and eric Eric Carr, considering how many years and how many albums and how many tours those guys were on was just disappointing to say. Totally disrespectful. Totally, totally. And, 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 you know, that they only wanted to do the original four, but yet, you know, they'll induct somebody like Bruce Springsteen and induct every goddamn person who's ever blown a note on a Bruce Springsteen album. You know, it, it's sort of like, screw you, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, we don't need to get into it. We, as metal fans, we all know they're they're just bullshit. Oh, we've gone um, head to head with them, as you know, Mike. Yeah. You know, we've we've had our run-ins with them, and they don't like us for what we're doing. But too bad, you know. That's that's too bad. If, if you know, if they don't like it, maybe they should do it right on their own. But you know, they never will. They no. never will. I mean, why? Why? I want to ask a question. Why do they even care? Because they don't like these bands anyways. Well, that's a great question. I think because, you know, we're, we started with what we're doing. And, um, you know, if I don't want to make this sound the wrong way, but if it wasn't for no, us, it's okay. a great tribute and honor to Lou Cavaris. If it wasn't for us inducting right and having Lou play my dear friend who passed away, unfortunately, from COVID last year. Uh, he would have never been mentioned in their memoriam section if it wasn't for us. So we're doing things that they never can do and never will do. So good for us, right? We're one big family. And yeah. it's, it's yeah. all about us. It's not about me. It's about those members of bands and music industry executives who have carried that flag for so long. And this is our own thing. And that's just the way it's always going to be. I'm, I'm sure some of it is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame wants to feel like they should be the only Hall of Fame in music. Oh, they've told me that directly. Yeah. They've, told, I, they've called me up and told me what I can go do to myself. And of course, I told them what they can go do to themselves. So it's, <laughs> it, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. So, I mean, the Metal Hall of Fame for five years now has has been waving the flag for all of these bands and all of these artists that, have been completely ignored by the mainstream hall of fame. Um, but, you know, we, we started brainstorming, you know, well over a year ago, it's like, all right, let's get kiss. Well, who do we get? Well, you know, I can reach out to Bruce. Uh, we can reach out to Loretta and see if she'd be supportive of Eric Carr getting in there. And of course, both of them were immediately. Yes. Thank you so much. And then, you know, um, Roman, who who was Bill Coin's partner, who's been on this show as well, 
has been championing to get Bill inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, get recognition for him for years now. And, you know, not not because Roman's work isn't worth it, but the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just isn't going to do it. They just, you know, I I, got to imagine at the end of the day, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is going to take the attitude of if you're telling us we got to do it, that's even more reason why we won't do it. So, you know, it was obvious of like, all right, well, let's get Bill a coin into the Metal Hall of Fame. Oh, we had I mean, to. He's one of the first people that I thought of. And, you know, Roman's going to accept on his behalf. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which so, is awesome. you know, and, and then it was like, well, if we're inducting Bill, how about Doc? Oh, we have to I have mean, Doc. That, that was sort of a, you know, no disrespect to Doc, but it was sort of our afterthought of, well, gee, you know, let's reach for the golden nugget here and see if we can get Doc in because, come on. I mean, you know, Doc McGee has touched how many metal bands in his career and made them massive, not just Kiss, but Bon Jovi and Scorpions and Motley, Motley Crue. I mean, the list goes on and on who he's, I mean, Mark, all the way back, Pat Travers. That was one of his first rock bands that Doc McGee ever worked with was Pat Travers. So, and, and he, again, was very honored. And, you know, it just felt, and, you know, I guess I would throw out here, because some fans are probably going, well, what about Tommy Thayer and Eric Singer? And this is, speaking for me, this wasn't any sort of disrespect to them, but we wanted to pay tribute to the people that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last time around basically totally thumbed their nose up at. Tommy and Eric are in KISS. You know, we love them, but we this time we wanted to kind of, you know, let's give it, let's give that attention to some of the people who you know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is just never, no. And no. let's face it, Tommy and Eric will be brought in at a later date i I, yeah there's future there's future choices here yes plus plus doing what you're doing with that lineup the 80s lineup you know what i mean and then i could imagine i'm not putting words in your mouth but i could imagine seeing eric and tommy thayer together in the future yeah absolutely and and in full disclosure uh eric singer is a good friend of mine too but and again it's not so much on based on what we want to do right mike i mean we have we have our board we have our our fan voting base that votes on our website so you know that's that takes in a big account of how we come up with our inductees yeah yeah and 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 listen no no disrespect to the original four but you know our feeling was you know what they're already in the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, let's and let's maybe go. at some time and, may, you, and maybe you know? at some point, as we were saying in the future, sure. But right we, now, we said that then. Yeah, we said that then. But you know, right now, I I just think the fact that Bill Coin and Eric Carr are getting inducted is just hats off respect to the Metal Hall of Fame to giving these two guys all the respect they deserve years after they've passed on. Absolutely. And, and so well-deserved. I mean, you know, if you think about it, really Bill Coin was the, was the person behind the whole thing that made it happen. Yep. So, you know, yeah. I mean, that's just great. And without him. Yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't interrupt. And, and, no, and, 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 and listen, I mean, 
if you're a, if you're a study of Bill Coin, you know, Kiss wasn't the only band he was involved in. So he's had his hands in rock and roll and metal post Kiss as well. I mean, New England and Stars and Manowar and Flip, Billy Idol. Piper. Piper. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been involved in so many bands. So uh, I, I guess, you know, I would like to get your your feelings, Pat. Once these four confirmed, what was it? How did it feel when all of a sudden you were like, OK, Doc is on board. Bruce is on board. Eric's on board. Bill Coins on board. I mean, what did it feel like to get, you know, everybody we had hoped for say yes? I was extremely grateful, first of all, and I was so happy because this is about the fans too, right? It's about the artists and about the fans. And I was so happy for the fans of being a KISS fan myself, but I was happy for them too because they've been wanting something, especially, dare I say, for for Bill Coyne and Eric Carr forever. And that never really usually happened. So this is such a special thing, as well as don't forget for uh, obviously for for Doc and Bruce Kulik too. But but I think a little extra special thing there. And I was just so happy. And I think it's going to be something great for the fans for sure. Now, all of these, like the like the acceptance speech and the induction speeches, those are all being done. By video so they've all been pre-recorded unfortunately yes um because of covid but it is what it is yeah now have you and i don't want you to give away everything but have you seen some of the acceptance videos and induction videos i mean what what, what what's your reaction to some of those yeah <laughs> they're great every one of them has their own little special thing shall i say it, it's it's really cool they have their own character to it personally i'd much rather have it in person as we all would of course but short of that everybody did their own kind of cool little thing and and it makes it work out really really nice and of course the main part of it um where we had our host for the event kathy rankin who is just wonderful. Um, we had to have it at a studio, at a theater in North Hollywood, where we filmed beautiful theater, where we had Kathy go and uh, just do her role in introducing everybody one by one and then putting everything together. So it's really, really just over the top for sure. So a lot of, a lot of video editing was put into putting this show together. Oh, we're still doing it. Yeah, we're still doing it as we speak. That's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. I just did my intro a couple of days ago, so we're we're moving full speed ahead, and we're you know only just a few weeks out, so we are just uh, you know kicking doors on trying to get the whole thing done because it's such an enormously huge you know project. And on top of that, Mike, what we did is I figured it's our fifth anniversary. Let's do something special for our fifth anniversary bash. So I wanted to include some of the highlights over the past five years that we've done. And how cool is that? So the whole world can see what we do. Yes, the whole world sees bits and pieces from highlights over the years and every year it's done and what goes on to YouTube, whatever. But this is something just as an official recap to give the entire world at one time, really, 
a taste of what the Metal Hall of Fame is all about, and especially which will be true for our local event as well. So, so just, you know, the fifth year anniversary video induction performances, what you were just talking about. Let me just run off a list of names here. And you guys tell me if you've heard of any of these acts. There's going to be video inductions and performances by Metallica, Judas Priest, Anthrax, Bill Ward from Black Sabbath, Jeff Tate, Ronnie James Dio inducted by Wendy, Mickey D from Motorhead and the Scorpions, Joe Satriani, Rudy Sarzo, Randy Rhodes inducted by Kathy Rhodes, Chris Poland from Megadeth, Steve Vai, Carmine Apice, Lizzie Hale, and Don Airy. I mean, that's a that's a list worthy of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame there, man. I mean, <laughs> starting off with Metallica and Judas Priest. Yeah. I mean, Metallica was nice enough to induct Johnny and Marsha Zazula, which was which was great. And unfortunately, we lost Marsha. That's just heartbreaking. Um, we did Judas Priest at Vakken, which was wonderful. How awesome is that, of course? And the whole band is yeah. just super supportive of everything. And yeah, there's just so many, you know, wonderful bands that are a part of this. Uh, and I'm just so grateful to bring this to the fans for sure, 100. percent And I'm grateful, to Pat. To, as well. Pat, do you have a um, any kind of criteria? Like I know with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I believe the uh, acts have to be in the business for 25 years. What is your basic set of of um, criteria that you use when you're thinking about who we induct? Yeah, we do. So basically, of course, we have the fan vote, as I mentioned, and then that goes to our, our executive committee. Um, but the criterion is that one, they have to have a certain amount of albums sold um, in, the, in the industry, of course, for 20 years, 25 years, very important. Um, and of course, what they've also done to help society and community, I think that's, that's a very big part of it as well. Um, and it's not just, listen, it's not just a thing that everybody can get into, and it's not a thing that, that everybody wants to get into. I mean, there are just some artists who say we don't care about awards and that's just the way it is. And, you know, I've had some, I've had people tell me, I don't want to be involved, majorly, gigantically huge artists. And some say, yeah, it's awesome. Let's do it. And others are like, you know what? I, I hate awards and I don't want to be involved in any of it. So it all depends, you know. Now, before we move on, let's just briefly cover some of the other artists, uh, uh, musicians that are going to be inducted as well. So from the Iron Maiden camp, you're inducting Paul Diano, Blaze Bailey, and... You know, this is cool because this is something you would never see done at the other Hall of Fame. You're inducting Derek Riggs, who's <laughs> the artist and creator of Eddie. I mean, let, let's be honest. His artwork is, I mean, if, if you're a metal fan and you don't know they made an artwork, you know, open your eyes, people. They live I mean, under a rock. Yeah, huge influence on everything. So the fact that, that that's one of the things I loved about the Metal Hall of Fame is you're not afraid to induct people that may not have the great name recognition but their work and influence in the metal world is undisputed yeah and mike i'll take that one step further i say that 
Derek Riggs created one of the most iconic mascots of all time, even yep. in the mainstream world. Even, I don't care if it's Snoopy. I don't care what it is. Eddie is right up there, of course. Yep, yep. Um, you're also inducting Triumph. There, you know, there's yeah. a there's a band that. I mean, let's be honest. Again, you know, the Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ignores everybody, but I I don't think the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame will ever give recognition to Triumph, but they deserve it. God damn it. They do. I think Mark has a few words to say about that. Mark's oh, a huge yeah. Triumph fan. I am. I am. Yeah, they, they certainly do. I mean, they really blazed an incredible trail. And I just it's frustrating for me because, you know, I, the only reason they get the rush comparison is because they're Canadian and a three piece. Three piece. They sound they sound nothing like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're they're a whole band all on their own and man you want to talk about uh you know a little bit of prog a little bit of metal a little bit of i mean that band is just uh incredible if you don't have you know if you don't know the triumph catalog you really should i mean that's just an incredible band and it's funny too i I had a friend of mine that i met on the kiss cruise um he he lives in new zealand and he, he like that was just not a spot that they they ever toured or he knew much about and i was just talking about them and uh and um hey john by the way because <laughs> i know he listens to the show too so you know it's just cool to be able to share that and and again um much like i told him too i mean if you want to start somewhere start with just a game that that record is uh just one of my favorite records of all time but uh great great rock and roll hard rock and roll heavy metal band love them. yep yep um from megadeth you're inducting marty friedman i mean you know there's a name that doesn't need any explanation and a huge kiss fan marty huge is. kiss fan why has he not been on the show um you know i think we've been going back and forth with marty but if i recall doesn't he live in japan yeah, so does, so does Alan. Yeah, yeah. It just makes it a little more challenging, you know, to to have a musician have to get up and do a recording at 6 a.m. to be on a little Kiss podcast. You know, that's not exactly musician hours. Um, and then uh, Striper. Ooh. Now, now, Pat, let me add, I mean, I've seen fan comments and you've probably heard this. Why not the original Striper? You got Perry and nothing against Perry Richardson, who's being inducted with Striper now. But how, why not, why not the original lineup? And that's, that's a great question, Mike. And sometimes it's, I'm not going to say it's a political thing to put musicians between bands and bands against musicians, but sometimes it's, the bands that feel that there's just maybe a current lineup, for example, or maybe sometimes, as in the case with certain bands, there's so many members that they feel that they just want maybe the current lineup. So that um, that being said, I think that was one of the situations with, you know, with with Striper. But what so a I great think, bunch of guys. Too. I mean, I would it be safe to say then it wasn't your call. On that, no, I always leave it up. I think we always leave it up to the bands 
uh, to decide who they feel they want. And I don't think it was any disrespect to anybody who's in or out. It's just, it's just one of those things, you know, that's, that, that's awesome. Now, you know, in the past, like last year, you ended with an incredible live jam with Vi and Satriani and Jeff Tate. Um, obviously, since this isn't a live event, are there going to be any sort of pre-recorded performances from the people being inducted, or is it just their acceptances? Yeah, no, there are a few. That's a great question. Um, of course, we're going to have to jam, uh, you know, have the jam with uh, with with Steve I and Jeff Tate and Satriani, myself and Chris Poland and Bjorn Anglin. That was just awesome playing with those guys. Um, and we're going to have other things like Lizzie Hale. Lizzie, oh, were you there? You were there, right? When no, Lizzie, no, no, I wasn't oh, there for, for that one, one. For Lizzie, Lizzie just put it over the top. I get goosebumps just thinking about it. So we're going to have the, her performance on there when when we inducted her as a performance a riot of course will be there so yeah some very special things some very special performances as well that's awesome that's awesome can so getting back to the the kiss inductions can you give us a little tease of maybe something that you thought was very cool in either any of the acceptance speeches or the induction videos like what paul might have said about doc yeah, um, I'm just where he did it and how he did it. I think was great, and uh, that was awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, yeah, and and I, like I said, I think some some of the guys just put their own little twist on things, certain ways, and and how, where they did it from, uh, and it's really really cool. Were were the the induction speeches by Paul, Eric Singer, Charlie Benante, and Keith Roth? Did you feel like they were very emotional from the heart speeches? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And don't forget, for Eric Carr, uh, his niece Sarah Jean is going to accept along with Carrie Stevens. Uh, oh, they're going to awesome. actually accept on his behalf. Awesome, that's awesome. Yeah. And then we have the live event too. So real quick about that. Yeah, is that before the whole stream kicks off September twelfth at actually we're moving it to 2 p.m um where everybody could see it at volume.com slash metal hall of fame and it's a free event of course so we're going to have a little pre-party here in jersey and i'm happy and i guess i'm biased but just bringing the metal hall of fame to new jersey to my hometown never mind the east coast right right here in Mm -hmm. jersey um and we're going to have eddie trunk and keith roth there and ross the boss and the dictators are going to be there uh jj french is going to be there like we mentioned so it's going to be a lot of fun and uh and then we're going to have the the live stream you know the 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 pre-recorded uh gala so it's going to be awesome hey I, be I, I got a question any any tip of the hat to uh mike Howell? i'm a i'm a big metal church fan and you know with his passing uh anything that you may want to do for uh, for him oh we are unfortunately this year right mark we've there's been so many people unfortunately it's just been insane uh so we have our in memoriam sections there too yeah good and 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 metal church was inducted last year yeah that's right 100 percent. so yep so tommy how's the whole thing been with you with uh with covid what's been going on with you well <laughs> it's been lockdown 
You know, I mean, we're finally opening up. I was at two different festivals and I'm going to see Buck Cherry a couple of times here uh, later this month. And I'm meeting Mark on the road to go see some Kiss shows. So, you know, I'm just happy to get back to it again and to see live music. Yeah, I think uh, you echo that for the entire world, my friend. It's uh, we all can't wait, but we'll see what well, happens. Because I was going to come out and shoot photos for you at the last one that you were going to do that got canceled because of of the whole COVID thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, I I want to attend whenever I can because it just sounds like such a wonderful event. Yeah, Michael attests to that, right, Mike? Oh yeah, it's 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 <laughs> oh yeah, it's a, he talks it's about a, it a it's lot. It's a who's who. Lots of fun. I mean, if you're a metal, you know, this one again, virtual, but if you're any sort of a hard rock metal fan, you want to tune in and watch this seriously. I well, mean, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, and, and it's, it's, it's our world and it's great seeing it honored. And there's so many bands still that they can induct over time. So it, it, it again, it's, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and grow just like the rock and roll hall of fame did. And I think that you're on a great trajectory. And I think it's cool that you have so many wonderful artists that are willing to participate like this, because that's what's just going to add so much to it. Yeah, thank you for that, too. And for all your supporters, for all, all of you and, and all the fans. I can't thank all of you enough, really, because it's not something I could do by myself. Although the whole idea just started, you know, in my kitchen watching the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's how the whole thing started is I was watching the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame several years ago and when Deep Purple was inducted and John Lord was a friend of mine and I'm very tight with the band and what a great honor that is. And I'm probably the biggest Deep Purple fan in the world. And uh, Mark, 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 my challenge, Mark? Mark, Mark might challenge you on that one. <laughs> Mark might challenge you. So I, I, no. I named my son after Ian Gillen. So. Uh, how he awesome is that? <laughs> And He's I was got a pair of Ian Gillen's underwear. And I was fortunate enough to get to talk to Ian Gillen about that. And that's a that was one of the coolest times of my life. I'll I'll tell you that because I've told is, the story. Is that your favorite lineup? Mark II? Well, you know what? It really depends when you ask me. I mean, I think every deep purple fan goes through that. I would say Mark II was the greatest, and then I just have to listen to Burn and then I go, oh my God. And then I got to go listen to Coming Home off Come Taste the Band and go, oh. And then I got to listen to Perpendicular and go, <laughs> and I'm like, Steve oh, rules. Oh. I mean, there, I, I, look, that band from, I got to tell I was never a big fan of, of Mark One. You know, the, the very first, the one that did Hush. Oh, I am. Oh, are you? Oh, I love, I love playing it. I love the way Ian plays. Um, oh, no, no, I love, no, that's good. But I'm just talking about that catalog. The, you well, know, that's the so completely different. It's just well, that's so, my point. So that's 60. my point. Yeah, that's my point. Let's be. But I also love Mark III too. Well, it's a saying. I love the bowling era. It's it, freaking it's insane. A, well, yeah, but I'm talking about you know. Yeah, the bowling that's, that's what I was saying. I, I like yeah. every and and I I tell you what I think Slaves and Masters is incredible too. Um, with, with Joe Lynn, I thought he did an incredible job. That was a great tour as well. Um. Look, that's a band. I, I say that all the time on this show. I could easily do a Deep Purple podcast with no problems. Um, <laughs> you know, I absolutely love everything about that band. And, and you're too. right, his drummers too. You know, Pacey's, you know, right there at the top with 
with Bonham and Prairie. I mean, you know, he's just that's he's just every bit one of so. the nicest human beings. And and I'll tell you, Don Airy too has been such a huge supporter of the hall. And it was actually his idea. Uh, the year after he got inducted, he's like, maybe he's like, you know what? I want to come back and induct somebody. And that's when we figured Bill Ward. How perfect would that be? Especially that they hadn't since seen each other since, you know, yeah, since, never say die in 79. And man, yeah, was yeah. that something amazing? The stories that I could tell you guys, just telling Bill Ward, hold on a minute. I got a surprise for you. He's like, what do you mean? He was in the back room by himself. And he's like, you know, just hanging out. So I got a surprise for you. Hold on. So I, I go get Don. And I said, Don, he was, Don was watching the show. Pulled him over. I said, okay, those ready. So it was a decent sized room. And, uh, and Bill and Bill Ward's just sitting in there, and I walk in. I say, "Okay, Bill, I got a surprise." She's like, "Okay, what is it?" And at first, he didn't recognize Don because he was far off. And as he comes closer, his jaw just dropped. And to be there to witness that was just unbelievable. Wow, that's and, and well, incredible. And I want to I want to say one other thing that I don't want to get lost in this podcast because. Pat, you're talking about all these wonderful things and the different artists that, that you're inducting and that are involved. But really, the one thing I think that's the most important thing about all you're doing is you're giving a voice to the people who love the music that feel they don't have a voice because the way the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has ignored these bands that we've all loved since we were children. And I just think that that gift alone is huge. There's a validation piece to it. And it's nice to actually see someone who you've loved and respected their music for so many years actually finally get some of that recognition they deserve. So I think it's great, a great thing you're doing. Thank you very, very much. Now, Pat, one, one, once again, so this is going to be virtual. Where do people go online to watch all of this? volume.com slash metal hall of fame and that's september 12th two o'clock p.m eastern and for people who are not going to be available at that date and time is this going to be available to watch afterwards on demand yeah they'll be able to watch it for free at volume.com absolutely excellent It'll be up there. excellent um any other surprises planned for the fifth anniversary bash do you want to kind of give us a, a a sneak peek into yeah well no there's gonna be you know some really cool things uh i'm really thinking about the surprises for 2022 which we're already working on so that's gonna be awesome barring no lockdown hopefully but uh i really want to do some really special things for january 2022 gala in person that's just putting that together now too and i'm really excited about that as well that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, again, it's just exciting as a Kiss fan to see Doc, Bruce, Eric, and Bill get recognition like this. Because let's be honest, you know, people, a lot of people look at the 80s Kiss and kind of just gloss right over it at this point in time. And it's like, that was a huge decade for Kiss. Whether you like that music that they were recording and the costumes there's no doubt they sold millions of albums during the 80s and they toured the world and played to millions of fans so kiss during the 80s was you know far from 
a failure. Let's put it that way. They were more of a world tour act in the eighties than they were in the seventies. Yep. 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 So, so that Bruce and Eric are getting their, their recognition is awesome. And again, bill of coin. I mean, you know, none of it, we wouldn't be here doing this show if Bill Coin hadn't decided to take this little band from New York City and do something with them. So, I mean, that alone, he, he deserves all the recognition in the world. And, and Doc, you know, he, he basically created Kiss Mark II. You know, he he kept he kept these guys alive since 96, bigger and better than they were in the 70s. And, you know, we touched on it. But, you know, what he did with Motley Crue and Bon Jovi and Scorpions and Skid Row and, you know, all those the list goes on and on of who Doc has been involved with career wise. Um, You know, doesn't get any bigger than Doc. That's really I mean, as metal managers go there really isn't anybody bigger than doc so and you know everybody came out of the woodwork for eric cars eric touched so many people just unbelievable and his sister loretta as you mentioned is just what a sweetheart of a woman she is just awesome yeah I mean, you got you got Charlie Benante from Anthrax inducting Eric Carr. I mean, that's just that's so cool. Yep. And, you know, you know, Charlie's Charlie's been on here before. I mean, there's a big Kiss fan right there. Oh, yeah. He loves Kiss. Yeah. Huge, massive fan. So, yeah, I I remember we when we were talking early on, we're like, well, this is all great. we got to be careful. We don't want to turn it into the, the Kiss metal hall of fame in one year you know it's like because we could have gotten so many people involved in this that you know i i think this this looks so good you've got members of kiss maiden triumph megadeth and striper i mean hats off you you really put together a a great lineup for you know the 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 new inductions yeah thank you and uh, it's a great honor to have them in there of course and you know, I think that uh, the fans will be very happy and that's, that's what it's all about. Again, you know, it's all about the fans and, and those musicians and the executives who have worked so hard to carry that flag for all of us, you know, so it's just a wonderful thing for sure. And yep. I'm, I'm yep. so happy to be doing it. I really am. Besides all the other stuff we have going on. Yep. So uh, once again, it's September 12th. Uh, volume.com slash metal hall of fame is where you're going to be able to watch this yep. and it'll be available afterwards in case you're not available on the 12th. Um, and then of course, metal hall of fame.org is where you can get all the information on the metal hall of fame and past inductees. And uh, yeah, I think you got t-shirts up there and everything else that, that video clips, old, you know, past photos from past events. Um, I, I just, you know, if you're a metal fan, you need to get out there and check out the metal hall of fame because you're, you're doing the work we want as fans. Yeah. And I'm a fan too. So I want it as well. I, I got to tell you that I'm a huge fan and uh, just so grateful to be able to do it. Pat, let me ask you if, if you, could pick one person from the hard rock metal world that you want to induct. And it doesn't matter how big or small they are. 
who would be the top of your wish list of somebody that you think needs to be inducted? Ingo. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. I just, I, cause I don't know much about your organization. I just assumed he'd be in already being that nope. you're big. There are, you know, Mark, you, um, perfect segue that you've opened up there. Sometimes it's just very hard. And, and, and Mike knows this when we're working on the rest of the board. It's just somebody might be on tour they, and some of the tours go for a year or whatever at a time. Some, some artists are just not available for certain reasons, not that they want to do it. So these things just sometimes take time and years, unfortunately. But, it, you know, it is what it is because everybody's, you know, in a different part of the world at a different part of time, especially when we do the show. So it's a whole, you know, Pat, one thing that I, I, Pat, I know one thing that you and I could probably drown in the next hour out, but we're not going to because it's a KISS podcast. And it's something I am on Martin Popoff all the time. We need a Gillen book because we did not get Gillen in the United States the way they did in, in the UK. Those Gillen albums are, and by the way, boys and girls, when Ozzy lost Randy Rhodes, what band did he go to? Whose guitar player did he want? He wanted Gillen. Yeah. He wanted, he wanted Bernie Torme and that because he was so dynamic and the, and it's just, it bums me out to this day that none of those Gillen albums, I've never heard a Gillen song on the radio, meaning the, the band Gillen, ever right. in my life. And those fucking albums just rock and rule. Those albums oh, are man, so they, fucking yeah. good. Did you read his book? Yes, I did. Great, right? Isn't that a great read? Yeah, fantastic. Um, You know, it's funny though, too, because I ended up buying it twice because because wasn't one of them that had a different title and I got him like, fuck, I already read this. <laughs> I don't know if you know that book came out twice. Did it really? Yes. It I didn't out, know that. Yeah, I had my wife. I'm like, hey, there's this new Ian Gillen bio for Christmas like, for Christmas. And then I'm like, I, I literally got into the first chapter. I'm like, fuck, I already read this. It was <laughs> it, it was just like a, a, a rehash of that one. But yeah, I tell you what, man, you know, the, the Gillen stuff is just you know uh unchain your brain uh you know you know and, and and mr universe and and magic and all those records are just so good and here in the united states not even a whisper and and, and as you as pat knows those records were top 10 in england so like our uk fans here watching three sides are going what are you talking about that he was on top of the pops and you know he tore him mean, yeah in fucking england not here not here those records, <laughs> those records you couldn't even find them tommy to to wake up <laughs> no because because this is a great example of heavy metal that here in the states you didn't even hear they didn't even fucking promote it i mean he was on the cover of sounds and on and in kerrang he didn't make a dent in circus and cream. Oh, I know. Tommy, Tommy, know. do you remember when Mark said he wasn't going to go off on this? Yeah, he always lies. <laughs> so, so Tommy, what are some of the favorite things that you've done? Favorite bands that you've shot? 
God, I, there's so many I can't even count. And and I just like, I'm I, I'm sure the Ian Gillen solo albums are great. I just like to bust Mark's balls. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I and I saw Deep Purple the last tour, the last American show, uh, and they were. What really did you good. think? I of enjoyed it? them. Did you? I was it was a great. Good show? Yeah, it was really good. Um, it, it sounded absolutely fantastic, exactly what I thought it would sound like. And they had a really great opening back uh, band, Joyous Wolf. And it was so funny because they're very, very full of energy and jump around and all that. And you can see all the Deep Purple fans just kind of sitting there going like this. But yeah. by the end of the show, they were, no, but by the end of the show, they were like this, which is like, you know, that's awesome because that's probably how, Deep Purple was when they first started, you know. I, I don't know. I've always liked Deep Purple. I remember hearing, God, my brother had Machine Head when I was a, a, a little kid, and then Made in Japan. So I grew up on all that stuff. I just what's your favorite? I just band? lost my what? What are your favorite bands? Oh, I love so many of them. Kiss, um, Motley Crue, Van Halen, Roth only. Nah, I was uh, just going to ask you that. Yeah, cheap trick, cheap trick. Uh, uh, you know, I I love all that stuff, but I'm not a metal guy. So unlike Mark, um, Mark knows all the metal, all the heavy stuff inside and out. And, and I'm I'm just like you're speaking Chinese to me. Wow. Yeah, but no, they That's were wonderful, cool. absolutely wonderful. I thought. And I never paid attention to smoke on the water forever. And then all of a sudden I, I was watching a biography about, and probably about deep purple where they talk about what the song was about. And after 30 years of listening to it, I actually started to really pay attention to the words and realized it was actually a story about, uh, you know, how they recorded the house or whatever. Yeah. Well, and how, how, they how that place the burned down. Right. Yeah. I, I, it's fascinating. Yep. By the way, I would, but I I would don't... highly recommend um, the Highway Star Ian Gillen story DVD. That is uh, absolutely phenomenal. So. That's much more palatable for me than reading a book. Um, you honestly got the stories do... incredible. Um, but I do have to say, Steve Morris seems like such an incredible musician and guitar player. And I just don't understand. I don't get the why people get so worked up over Richie Blackmore, and I don't understand why people get so worked up over Tommy Boland. And it's not that they they weren't they are not really good musicians, and that they didn't make a huge contribution to Deep Purple. But it's like Boland really didn't do much of anything outside of Deep Purple. And I mean, look at the stuff that that Blackmore oh, doing oh, right now. Boland died at twenty five of a heroin overdose. That's no, no, no. I understand that. No, no. I understand that. But there's people who who go crazy for like, was it Zephyr that he was in? Yes. But but hold on. What what people don't know is like uh, Quadrant off. That's fucking hot for teacher. I mean, that's where Eddie Van Halen got that whole fucking vibe. My point is, oh, I'm he not, died no, at no, no, I'm not. no, 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 no. My point is he died at 25 and all these guitar players look up to him. He just never got the props. It's almost in a way how the Ramones didn't sell hundreds of millions of records, but you, a lot of musicians went, hey, same thing with Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop and, and the, they, they, it, it influenced people. They, New York Dolls. They just didn't sell a zillion records, but a lot of artists went, hey, I like that. 
because I've always yeah. got, oh. it was funny when I was growing up, I always had a certain set of friends and they happened to be all my musician friends who like knew about a band called, you know, like angel city, like you, they weren't on the radio, but some reason this germ of my friends, we all found that stuff. You know what I mean? And I'll tell right, what, but, but I, it's also I, regional to a certain degree. Well, hold on. I'll give you another great example. When I joined the band I was in throughout the eighties, when we first got together, I'm like, you know, this band called Motley Crue, Shout at the Devil was not out yet. And they're like, yeah, we do Livewire. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love that. I, I have that. And so we played that. But that's, it seems as I, and I can go back and name check all these bands that were not big. Guns N' Roses, another one. We all loved them long before. Matter of fact, my wife likes telling that story because when I met my wife, Guns was nothing yet. And I was just raving about this band from fucking California about Guns N' Roses. And she's like, what the fuck's that? I'm like, you, you got to listen to this. It's just fucking incredible. That's happened so many times in my life. It's not even funny. And it well, almost and always take- was my musician friends. Well, and I'm not taking away from their talents at all. And I'm not saying that they aren't. I'm trying to say from my point of view, I'm trying to understand it. Because of the fact that like Boland died at age 25, for instance, he didn't put out a ton of music in the same way that Randy Rhodes didn't either. All right. And that's not, neither good nor bad. It is what it is. But like to this day in Sioux City, Iowa, they still have a Boland Fest every year. Yes, in, correct. In early August. And, and I always am like, who goes to that? Because I don't know anybody. And, it's, and that's not to a rip on Tommy Boland. I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't. I mean, I don't understand who goes to that is what I'm trying to say. Other than if it was Rick closer, Schwinner. I'd go. Are you kidding me? I absolutely love. No, that. you wouldn't, because Mister Zero's there, and then he'd keep taking pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, Pat, I want to thank you for uh, sitting down with us, sharing a Sorry, little <laughs> little insight into uh, this year's event and. Uh, we're going to keep plugging this away and hopefully the kiss fans turn out in force. I mean, uh, what I've seen online, the kiss fans are, are pretty excited that, that you're inducting this group. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for them and uh, I'm grateful for them and, and full speed ahead for sure. And thank you guys for having me on Mark. It was great meeting you and Tommy meeting you and Mike. Thank you as always. And I'm, I hope to see all of you in January for sure. I sure yeah, let's yes, let's let's, let's get back to a live event next January. Let's do it. Yeah, that will, if we thank can you. make it if we can make it work, I will be there, my friend, for sure. Oh, that will be awesome. Just let me know, and we'll have is a that in Cal- is, is this the one in January in California? Yeah, Anaheim. Well, because do you know I what the date is being out there for the Kiss shows in Vegas, and that's just a hop, skip, and a jump. It's January usually it's, it's, yeah, it's usually right Ooh, right like around the Nam show. Day before. We're okay. the unofficial before. official kickoff of NAM. This yeah. year, January 22 will be January 19th. I'll have to oh, mark that okay. on my calendar. That's a possibility. I'll be coming back from Mexico. So, okay. Oh, that'd be awesome. Excellent. Pat, once again, thank you so much. Metalhalloffame.org, volume.com slash Fame, September 12th. Check it out throw your support behind the hall of fame here and, and cheer on the inductions of Bruce, Eric, Bill, and doc. 
Mike, thank you again so much. And thank you for all your help over the years. I greatly appreciate it, my friend. Thank you, Pat. Thanks, guys. Take care. Take care. Pat's a great guy. Huge heart. He loves the metal community. I mean, that's why he's doing this. And uh, he's doing a great service for he's people. He's doing a great service. You know, and again, the fact that, you know, January of 2020 is when he and I were talking about this, that we started brainstorming, you know, Bruce and Eric. And then I threw out Bill O'Coin. And then we threw out Doc McGee and the fact that they all came together. That's, that's so exciting, I think, as a KISS fan, just to see those people getting the recognition. Because I think in, as, in the KISS Army, we know damn well all four of those people have earned that recognition. Yeah. Well, they and have. the other thing that I took, the other thing I took away from it that it was equally as nice is the fact that he's ruffling the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's feathers enough that they're actually contacting him and saying shit to him. I love that because it's just yeah. like, screw all of you. Go fuck yourselves. This is for us. This is for the fans. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If this is upsetting you, then do what you should be doing. And induct do the these, right thing. Do the right thing and, and induct these people and induct these bands. Come on. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is never in a million years ever going to induct Striper. <laughs> no, and yet, yet not, they'll never, the, never. Yeah, yet they'll induct a rap artist. And I yeah. don't get it. And there's nothing against rap. I don't like rap, but but rap should be the rack and rap hall of fame. Not I don't get it. I don't understand. Now, body count I get because that's different. That's more of a metal-type-based rock band. But when they start putting in rap artists, I just, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't understand that because it's not the same genre. Why not start including pop artists? Why not Britney Spears? Why not Madonna? Why not, uh, you know, well, Madonna's whatever. Madonna's well, there in. you go, see? And I love Madonna. There's nothing wrong with her, but she's not, she's not rock and roll. She's a pop Pop singer. Well, that, look, my whole thing, they just should have started calling it the Music Hall of Fame and be done with it because there's nothing. And that's different. Yep. Because yeah. then then Alan Jackson should be in and Johnny Cash and all of those other bands or artists. Yeah. I mean, why, why, why isn't the Country Music Hall of Fame inducting Kiss? Yeah. yeah why did. not? Garth I get Brooks, it. Garth Brooks played a song with them. That, that isn't, I mean, because that's about as as it is with the rock and roll hall of fame like hold on you once knew somebody in the grateful dead what's your name oh we'll put a plaque up for you like i said oh mm -hmm. you know you 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 blew the harmonica on one verse of one song of a bruce springsteen album come on in you're part of the band yeah, yeah that's what i mean it's mm -hmm. it's it's actually when you look at it at face value it's very very stupid and yeah. it doesn't make any sense and Again, you know, I and I won't much like it with the deep purple thing. You know, if you have hits in the sixties, seventies, eighties, and nineties, and you're and, and they don't like your politics, you're not coming in. Ted Nugent, mm -hmm. I mean, give me a fucking yeah. break. Guy played fucking stadiums. Oh, you know, I fuck you, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Look, if it's about rock and roll music, then make it about rock and roll music. Don't start the bullshit with. You know, there's no really, it's really no different with Kiss. You think they wanted to induct Kiss? Fuck no. 
They didn't want Kiss in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at all. But they eventually had to crumble because of people like um, James Hetfield. If you can remember, before Kiss was in, Hetfield name-checked Kiss and Nugent and all these at, at his induction. He's yep. like, why, how come these bands aren't in? These are the well, bands that got me to where I am. And, and, and when people like Tom Morello stand up for Kiss, I mean, Tom Morello is a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Rolling Stone favorite. I mean, we like, we love that guy. Well, all yep. of a sudden he's defending Kiss. You know, I, I've always said, I felt like the only reason Kiss got in is so the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame could shut up the Kiss Army. Yeah, well, that's that was my it. point. There's probably that's a lot of truth they to that. Had they just, they were tired of hearing year after year after year. So just put them in there. We'll bite the bullet. We'll be bitches about it and not let them induct everybody who's played in Kiss. And yeah. Where, where's Mark going? Is he doing a video chat for? No, I got somebody calling me. Hold on, I'm uh, okay. I'll call. Um, it's so Adam, it's probably Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve video chat. One nine hundred Chikini. Um, so no, yeah, you know, se <laughs> September twelfth. Put it on your calendar. Check out the Metal Hall of Fame. Um, it's you know, okay. If all you do is watch the four Kiss-related ones, great. But Doc McGee, Bill O'Coin, Bruce Kulick, Eric Carr, you know, Paul Stanley is inducting Doc McGee. That's pretty freaking cool. Eric mm -hmm. Singer is inducting Bruce Kulick. And you get to see our buddy Roman accepting for Bill O'Coin. Uh, yeah. You know, come on. Yeah. So, on. so show, show some love and support for Kiss here. Get out to the Middle Hall of Fame. Tell, tell everybody to come check it out. Um, you know, the Metal Hall of Fame is doing what we as fans want done. And let's be honest, it's very mm -hmm. cool. Striper's getting in. Triumph's getting in. You know, the, the, the three people from the buy Iron a Maiden family. Yeah. The best thing you guys can do is buy a T-shirt and support them and, and share the link. So folks that are metal fans that may not be aware of this will know about it and can watch the show as well. Hey, speaking of, you know, Triumph, um, as I did earlier, there's a documentary coming out on them um, within the next few months. It's a banger film. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I so wanted to participate in that because I just never got around to it. Um, like I said, I, I found out about Striper on a hockey trip in uh, back in 78. It was just the craziest, you know, story and couple years later they're fucking huge you know it was uh really really pretty cool um great band again if, if you if you only know just a couple songs really take the deep dive you know i mean you can do it for free you can go on on youtube their records are all on youtube if you want to check them out or obviously spotify for those of you who have the streaming service but yeah incredible band yeah so, so check all this stuff out. Um, homework wise, um, are you familiar with the Metal Hall of Fame? Um, are you gonna Are you gonna tune in now that we've uh, put this on your radar? And maybe who would you like to see inducted? Would be a good I question. Guilty. I didn't I didn't know much about it until Pat came on. You know, so I'm certainly going to do the deep dive. I mean, um, the, the the Metal Hall of Fame is is not afraid to 
like like I mentioned in passing, Metal Church was inducted last year into the Metal Hall of Fame. Well, and in, in, inducting the guy that did the uh, the Eddie um, caricature. That's that's really cool. And, and Mark Weiss, the, the um, incredible photographer. I mean, there, I I just love that there, that anything that's associated to metal is considered. Ken Kelly would be great to go into. I, I was mean, just just thinking that. Ken, yeah. Ken, Ken Kelly. I mean, the Rainbow and, album and Man of War. Nelly yep. Hatchet. Well, yes, Ken, all that. Yeah, yeah. Or you no, know, was it? No, Ken Kelly is related to Frank Frazetta, who did all the Molly. Yes, Frank Frazetta did the Molly Hatchets. Okay, their, yes. their work is so similar, I get confused. But but they're related. Um, yeah. You know, so who would you like to see? And listen inducting striper is an example it doesn't necessarily have to be a band that sold a hundred million albums it's right. just well, it's got to be band trick, yeah cheap trick isn't even in the rock and roll hall of fame are they or are they now they are they were inducted they are finally oh that's right finally that took yeah. forever yeah. jesus christ <sighs> but hey you know sticks isn't in there no, and they should be too. I mean, they say they've got millions of fans. Oh yeah, I mean, Mario we, Speedwagon, we, all those guys. Iron Maiden. I, amen. Iron Maiden. Arguably the Iron biggest Maiden. rock band in the world. In in yeah. the world, not just America, in the world. Yeah. But, you Jesus know, it doesn't it, it doesn't have to be bands for the Metal Hall of Fame that are at that caliber. Is you know no you know and there's nothing against metal church or striper but they never reached that level but they got recognition because as fans those bands are important to us la guns faster pussycat cinderella all those guys they keep keep getting nominated but they never get in mc5 you want to mc5 there oh my god yeah, you wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have modern punk without. I mean, it, that's where it started from. <laughs> from that Wayne Kramer part of it. Yeah, man. Again, that goes back to what I was talking about earlier. There's there's so many bands that influenced people who didn't have you know billions of sales. You know. So, anyways, we about uh, ready to wrap up. Yeah. Here, so uh, so there's your homework. Again. You know what to do. Uh, go leave your answers. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on iTunes. It all means so much to us. And uh, that's it. We'll see everybody next week. So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.